Hello everyone and welcome to the H Word. I am H Morgan and I am here with my best friend Kelly Clausen. And today we're talking about kind of fun random stuff. What happens at shoots, what happens in her line of work as a tattoo artist. So um, I'm going to start by saying that I do erotic work, which some of you will know, like my three listeners will know my art. And um, one question I get a lot is from usually from men. Actually, women don't ask me this question. I'll get me- like messages from men asking me how I can do those shoots and not be horny or join in. And I hate it. I can't stand that question. How do you just not get turned but, on? But how do you not join in? Um, well, I'm a professional. Mm-hmm. And I have no sort of reaction to what I'm shooting. So inside, I might be shooting two people having sex, but I'm not thinking about it, or my emotions don't even go there. Like, nothing happens. Well, and I don't think they realize that it's like a freeze frame. It is. So you look like you're making out, but you are holding your half-open mouth onto another person and breathing up their nostril. And... Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a real sexy time. And you haven't done, like, you've done solo, like, really smutty stuff. But you've never, Mm -hmm. and you've done some stuff with a guy, but not, like, what I do now, where it's, like, actual, Mm -hmm. like, penetration and blowjobs and all that kind of stuff now. Yeah, we just held it out of the way. Yeah, you just held out of the way. So now when people are having sex, my mind isn't thinking that. I'm like, okay, so how's the lighting? Can, is the lighting on her vagina good enough? Can we see the dick in there? Does she look wet enough? How does her face look? How does his face look? Oh, is her stomach look good? Does her boob drooping in a weird way? Like, those are the things I'm thinking. The last thing on my mind is, I wish I could join. Mm-hmm. I'm so turned on right now. I'm not turned on, and I do not wish I could join my friends, by the way. And having sex with him. I'm good. Mm -hmm. I do not think of them in that way at all. Even later when I'm editing, I don't look at it and go, "Mm, yeah. God, I wish I could have joined that. Yeah. I don't think Mm -hmm. that at all. I'm editing. I'm like, oh, oh, look how pretty she looks. Oh, her vagina looks nice today. Oh, look at that. Do you think maybe it's because you don't like smells? I don't know. (laughs) I don't think that's what's stopping me. She hates smells. I hate smell. I hate bad smells. Let me put it that way. I always worry when someone's going to come over and do smutty if they're going to smell. I don't want to smell their buttholes or their vagina smells. Oh, excuse and, me. I just And burped. you think that semen smells like pool water? Uh, in my experience, it has. Now, my one couple, um, Denver Max and Johnny Darko, the cam, the cam kids, they, not real kids, by the way, ugh, I just call people kids. Don't think they're real kids. Anyways, they, he doesn't smell like anything. I didn't notice the smell coming out. It didn't smell like anything. They never smell. Like, they don't smell like anything. So I'm good. I never smelt them. But on occasion, like once or twice, I have smelt, I'm not going to say anything, no names or nobody, but I have smelt someone's vagina. Some aromas. Some aromas. And I was like, ugh, wanted to, they didn't necessarily smell horrible one was not so great but the other ones weren't like necessarily disgusting but I was like oh god my life flashed before my eyes and I was like this is it this is it I'm gonna die because I smelled this oh lordy lord call my mom I love you mom I was like I I what I like to do usually because I have to do a lot of adjusting so when people like could have their legs over their head I have to adjust things sometimes, like I have to adjust, maybe they're wearing a bodysuit and they need it kind of like pulled over a certain way and I'm like, I have to adjust it or their thigh high is doing something weird or their hair. So I have to like go in, so vagina's open and I have to go in and fix something and I hold my breath. (laughs) I hold, I... I mean, I'm sure at some point you've pulled a wedgie out of my ass. I think I have, yep. Mm -hmm. I remember one time... My model, Denver Max, was bent over and she had a glass dildo mm-hmm. and it kept slipping and my reaction was to grab it. <laughs> but then I screamed and told her husband to grab it and it was, it was funny. But I was, my natural reaction was to be like, oh, let me grab, no, <laughs> ew. 
I'm not touching that. It was it happened really fast. I was like, grab, no! And then he grabbed. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I didn't want it to break. Yeah. But then I, when you think about it, and you're like, nope, that's a vagina. Came out of there. I don't want to touch it. Too juicy. Too, ju- <laughs> too, much, too much juice. Mm-hmm. And another thing people think that these shoots are probably really sexy when I'm shooting them. No. They're not. They're far from sexy, actually. The positions and the faces people have to make and the hair has to be perfect and all the I'm sorry to disillusion anyone, but it's not mm-hmm. what you're seeing is the is a product. That's not how we feel no. in the moment. No. We're we're hungry a lot. Like Kelly and mm-hmm. I can't wait to go eat and be done with it. Or she has to hold a position and it doesn't feel good to hold the position for too long. Or that time uh, you shot Nick and I in that shower and we were getting waterboarded because of the way we had to hold our faces and the water was just going into our nasal cavity yep. and just... Shooting up your noses. That wasn't fun. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, people have thrown out their back. I've had a couple mm-hmm. of people throw their back out. Sorry, ladies. I love you, but... And when you push me over by my butt? Yes. Your hands were behind your back, and you were blindfolded, mm-hmm. and I needed you to get into position, and I had to push her. I just pushed her right over. She went face first into the mattress. Or when we pushed Henri over in that chair that he was tied to. Yep. That was fun. That was fun, though. Like, I don't Yeah, that was fun that. for us. Like, he I, can get hurt. I don't think he enjoyed it that much, that part of it. That wasn't about him. That was about us. That's true. <laughs> that was... Don't let us tie you to a chair. We're just going to push it over. Yep. And you'll probably get hurt. And it's it fine. And that's okay because it's about us in that moment and not about you. And you're most likely a boy who wanted it. So that's true. That's what's going to happen. Um, I'm trying to think of other things that aren't sexy. I fart. Yeah, so many <laughs> farts. I fart a and lot. You burp a lot. I, I do. Being around other humans makes you gassy. I think so because I have to have interaction. I don't like to like usually interact with people. And so I, they get here and I'm like, oh, now I have to fart. Sometimes she'll even say, orders up. Orders up! I do. Or mm-hmm. did, you, did you, did you hear that? Because you're going to smell it in a minute. <laughs> but I think that's what makes me charming. Yeah, and most people don't realize that while you're making those sex faces and those photos, you're smelling one of Heather's farts. Yep, and for someone who doesn't like smells, I give you my smells in return. <laughs> Usually, I, to be honest, I've never actually smelled one. I just hear them. Yes. And if they do smell, I grab the Febreze really quick, and I'm like, spray that shit, and that way they don't smell it. Mm-hmm. But those the, are the secrets. Those are the, the secrets. The the these scenes. are the behind the scenes, everyone. I hope that you liked it. She's <laughs> going to fart a lot. I'm going to fart. I have to fart right now. Heather. She's going to be farting. Like no no if at I don't, least six or seven times no if I don't know you like you're doing a mini session or you're a new model which is rare that I have a new model um, I won't fart yet I gotta hold I gotta wait mm-hmm. I gotta wait till we know each other but she will probably like duct tape you out in the woods with your eye tape shut and have your clothes off in October you know what that's what you signed up for that's true it's not my you know shooting with me isn't the easiest I mean I'm nice and I direct and I'm patient but the things I make people do isn't the easiest but they asked to do I mean you didn't ask to do it but you're like whatever you want and I'm like okay how about if I bury you mm-hmm. that was Nikki's first shoot she wanted to shoot with me she was bugging me and I was like fine have you ever been buried she's like I'm not afraid of shit bury me and I was like fucking fine here we go and you know what she took it like a champ a spider flew on her face and that was okay and she's still in that hole in the woods today. She is. She's still in there, and we'll do a podcast with her from that hole. And uh, we'll talk about how she thinks the onion is real. It's, it's that's true. <laughs> no, it's not. Unfortunately, it is not. Damn. Yeah, but she did think it was, and it was. That. Oh, Nikki. And that's a whole. That's another show. That's a whole other thing. Now you have some interesting stories, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I mean. I've I've got a few, but I've decided the the best of the big the creme de la creme the big stories is I was thinking of doing Dick Guy. Mm-hmm. Not gonna do Dick Guy. You have to do Dick Guy. I gotta do 
uh, ex-wife guy. Okay, we'll do, okay. Because you didn't remember about ex-wife guy, and it's just as creepy as Dick Because you can, you can condense the stories. I mean, this, so much happened. Okay, but let's go. ex-wife guy shows up, and he tells me he wants a pinup, and like a naughty nurse sort of thing. And I'm like, oh yeah, cool, that's totally doable. I was telling him about the size parameters we'd need to be looking at, and he's like, okay, well I want it to look like someone specifically. Does that change the size? I'm like, yep, it absolutely does. We're going to need to do it bigger if it, like, involves a portrait of an actual person and it needs to look a specific way. And so I had already, like, scheduled the appointment and stuff, and we were talking about the reference photos that he was going to send. Because I just assumed this was going to be his wife or girlfriend or a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Something. Not so. Um... <laughs> It was going to be his ex-wife, and he wanted me to leave the eyeballs blank so she could look as soulless as possible. And those were the words he used. Uh, that he just wanted her to look really soulless. And I talked about him putting it on his arm, because in the conversation he explained he had children with this person. Okay. And, um, and that wouldn't be enough room anyway. I was like, if you want it to be a full-body pinup... We're going to have to go, like, leg or torso or something. So we put it on his side um, Well, we were going to. And a couple days later, Candace shoots me a text message about the reference emails. And she was like, just so you know and don't open it, like, when you're with people, I have reference photos for you for that pinup. And they're like... Selfies some woman has taken in lingerie. And so these were like private photos that his ex-wife had sent him. And they looked like hostage photos. Like she was posed in ways that were flirtatious, but her eyes were just like, they looked like unwilling, like she was being forced. And it was super uncomfortable. It was like, the photos you would take to show that this person is currently alive, but they might not be later if you don't pay up. Oh. And she was in, like, a little, like, lace nighty and some thigh highs kneeling on a bed. And it was uncomfortable because I'm sure she never intended me to see those. Right. And I didn't, like, I just assumed he was going to send me pictures of her face. Right. Um, so that's what we had to go on <laughs> and so I had to draw from that and when he came in he was supposed to sit all day and I was gonna get it most of the way done it was pretty large it was about 11 and a half 12 inches tall mm-hmm. um by maybe like five inches wide and he gets there and he sits terrible but the worst part about it is he brought this woman with him Oh. Which, like, I wanted to ask, like, are you guys back together? Is she here against her will? Like, what the fuck is going on? So it was super, super awkward the whole time. He was, like, yelling at me and sitting really poorly, like, moving a lot, twitching a lot, taking a lot of breaks. And he tapped out after, like... 45 minutes like I had just gotten the outline done wow. and it took like twice as long as the outline should have taken and um so that was great and then we book another appointment and the next time he shows up like I hadn't drawn anything because we already had the outline done the drawing part was done but he comes in and he is only booked three hours because I knew he wasn't going to be able to sit longer than that. Mm-hmm. And now he has his mother with him. The grandmother of this poor woman's children. And he changes it that he wants it not just to look like the eyes are, you know, with no iris or pupil in them. Mm-hmm. He wants her to look like she's been physically beaten. What? I know. What a creep. Um, and like, 
So we discuss that, and I talk him down to a, just a big hole in her chest. Okay. Um, instead mm-hmm. of, like, her face all busted up. <laughs> and, you know, he still wanted a little bit going on in the face, so we went for more of, like, an undead sort of thing with a little blood like that, which I thought would be better because then we can make it look a little bit less like this person and uh he sat really terrible again was like kind of swearing at me (laughs) and his mom was telling him to like suck it up and (laughs) apologizing for him what and uh he didn't get very far we didn't get much done we got like the skin for the most part colored Mm -hmm. and he wanted to tap out before it was like a good stopping point because like her whole arm was shaded but then i needed to use the same colors which i had mixed for her hand and it just wouldn't work right if we waited for a different day so i had to like really talk him into at least letting me finish the skin that day and then he scheduled some more appointments and no showed on them and i have never had to see him again and since he no showed um you know he's on the I'm not going to tattoo him again list. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Especially since that whole situation was crazy. But, uh, yeah, that's that's the guy. That (laughs) is a a creeper. It's really fucked up. I would have, as soon as he started swearing at me, I would have been like, you can leave. Well, some people just swear because it hurts. Like, and I don't care if people need to say fuck you while I'm tattooing them. I'm not paying attention anyway. (laughs) I'm focused on what I'm doing. Really, just about anything can come out of your mouth. And I don't care. I don't care. Unless it's something interesting, then I totally do care. Um, and Dick Guy. Dick Guy. Please, let's talk about Dick Guy. Dick Guy. I'm sure he's your favorite. Because Dick Guy actually bled over. He's the crossover for us. Um, the first time Dick Guy came in, he wanted to get a phoenix that went... From, like, the front of his stomach off to the side, like, on the hip area. Then went down kind of around the hip onto the thigh. And I did that. It was a pretty long session. And he didn't seem weird at first. He's a really nondescript-looking guy. And while I was stenciling him, I had to shave him. And then I had to kind of kneel on the ground in front of him to kind of get level with it. So I could make sure I was putting it on the right spot. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't wear anything that goes through that area while you're stenciling, especially. So he's just bottomless, and I'm kneeling on the ground in front of him. And he gets hard, which (laughs) was pretty predictable. It didn't bother me that much, but I had to ask him to kind of hold it off to the other side out of my way. And that's that's not a fun thing to try and word in your head. No. (laughs) To, you know say to someone but he did and then we get through that part of it and while i'm tattooing him he's like half hard the whole time for (laughs) hours and that's awkward and he's telling me about how him and his wife are swingers and i was just like i don't need to know about that dude it's not my business and he farted a couple times (laughs) And didn't even say excuse me. If someone is that close to my butthole and I fart, I'm going to (laughs) apologize. Like, and I feel like I'm not the world's most polite person. So if you, like, can't even apologize for farting in someone's face, like, who raised you? (laughs) So uh, gross. I didn't know he farted. Yeah, he farted a couple times. Not that I can talk, but I don't fart professional. Like, I don't go to the dentist and then rip ass. Yeah, and I've never been in that proximity to your butthole no, and had you no. let it go. I fart around my friends, not this strangers This guy was not my friends. No. Um, so that was a whole great ordeal, but we got through it. No big deal. He comes in another time, like six months later, and he just wants to get this yin-yang where one side's fire and one side's ice right above his knee. No big deal. We schedule that. He comes in. And on the day, I, like, have him go in the room when I'm set up. I realize I need to grab another box of gloves. And I was like, okay, dude, um, 
you know, you can just take your pants off. I was assuming he had, like, boxer shorts on underneath, as most dudes do. And I was like, I'm going to go grab a box of gloves. And he was like, oh, well, are you going to pull the curtains? I was like, well, if you're more comfortable with that, I can. But, you know, since we're just above the knee, we shouldn't need that. And he was like, well, I'm not wearing anything under here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that's not okay. (laughs) And Shane, (laughs) who is my boss came and explained to him that if we're not doing genital work, we're not going to have genitals out and that that dude's an adult and we know better. And I had my backpack with me with my gym clothes. And (laughs) so uh, I had my little running shorts. Target had these shorts. They were reversible, one side blue, one side black. They're mesh in the ladies section. Um, every target had them for a bunch of years. And so I lent him my little booty shorts and he wore those and I tattooed him and which I'm sure he loved wearing women's stuff because we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. yeah Cause I know, um, who's, I know this person, not knowing yeah. them, but I know that in fact well, he likes that. And so he wore my shorts and we got through the day. Ugh. Um, I did not continue to keep those shorts i got rid of them after the appointment ish just you know in case there was some seepage (laughs) (laughs) and uh sometime during this time he had like added me on facebook which is fine for my clients to do um i don't conduct business on there but if they want to you know keep tabs on what i'm up to it's a good way to do it and that's fine um But he started messaging me about tattooing a black band around his dick and his ball sack. You know, like the kind of ring that goes around both. Yeah. And I took it seriously as like a request. And I was explaining that I didn't think the underside of the scrotum was a good healing spot. And that with the type of machine I use, it's a little more powerful, beats up the skin more. I was not confident that I wouldn't tear somebody's scrotum open with it. Right. Um, But that I could recommend some people who use traditional coil machines that might be a little bit easier, um, who might consider doing it. And then he just sent me a bunch of pictures of his dick. And that's a normal thing to happen (laughs) when you're a girl. (laughs) So, just random, not asking you a question, just that you did. Yeah, just in response to that, just like 10 dick pictures. So Sweet. I just didn't respond. I feel like people who do stuff like that in a super inappropriate moment like that, they just, even a bad response is something they're into. Yeah, they want something. So mm-hmm. just ignoring them completely and making them feel like they can't reach you is the best way to go about that. Mm-hmm. And... So then I basically forgot about that guy. During that time, he had added you on Facebook and then was, like, trying to set up some sort of way to hire you to shoot me with him. And he sent you a bunch of pictures of his dick, right? Yes. Wasn't there dick pictures? Yes. Yes, there was. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, I'm good. And she, like, accepted his friend request because she thought he was someone I knew personally um, because she looked on the mutual friends and saw that. She didn't realize he was just some creep who kept trying to show me his dick. Um, but she said no. So No, yeah, I was like, mm, who is this? And she's like, dick guy. And I was like, oh, kind of thought that's who that was. Yeah, not interested. Yeah, so there's a nice save there. And then I just went about my business. It was like another six months before he showed up again. And I don't recognize people very much. He's super basic looking. He doesn't have anything that stands out that you would remember that's who that was. He's one of those people who, like, would murder someone and everybody would be like, oh, he was just a regular guy. Like, that's that's who this guy is. Just like, skinny guy with glasses looks like anybody. And you know who else was a skinny guy with glasses? Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, I mean, it, that kind of thing. Just saying. So, the next time the dude comes in, I'm like, at the counter, trying to talk to somebody else and simultaneously talking to him. So I didn't realize until I like, took his name down that it was this guy and at which point i had already like picked a date for him so i was like oh no and so i just 
I'm like, well, what are you trying to get? And he had a tree existing on the outside of his thigh above that yin-yang thing we had already mm-hmm. did. And he's like, I just want to extend the bottom of the tree into some roots that take up the space in between. And I figured that's a pretty safe spot. We've already explained about the, sh- you know, yep. you can't have your dick out. So <laughs> what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> and I Too asked bad. him, do you have any reference material that you want me to use for this? And he pulls out a piece of notebook paper that he has drawn a picture of, I mean, onto, of, there's no torso on it. There's no other leg. It's just the one leg and all the tattoos he already has on it in different color ink, like a scribble of what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And he's drawn this leg. There's no foot on it even. There's no torso. But he has also included his flaccid package <laughs> in there. <laughs> Which, why? Especially if you're going to draw it in there. Why in that state? <laughs> I think that every drawing I do for you from now on will have a penis in it. I yeah, and, and a I can't soft draw. one too. And so I can't soft. draw, so good. This luck. guy couldn't either. It wasn't good. But like it was just good enough to tell oh, that are, that's what it was. People are so weird. So I just slide it back across the counter and it's like, yeah, I I don't need that. And then I went back to dealing with the other person until the day that guy came in, like a month later. And he shows up and he's like, don't worry, I brought something to wear. I'm like, well, that's good because we wouldn't be uh, tattooing your leg again um, if you didn't bring something. And he goes into the bathroom to change and he comes out and he has gone out and bought the same fucking pair of shorts that he had previously <laughs> borrowed from me. Same color, same type. And they weren't the same oh, ones because I'd thrown them out like, and that was the creepiest thing to me. The creepiest <sighs> one. That was the worst part. But, and so then he didn't do anything particularly weird other than that, that appointment. Why didn't he come with them already on? Like, why do you have to like, I brought something to put on. He wore like jeans on the way in and maybe it was winter. I can't remember what time of year it was, but he wore he went out and got the same shorts, and that made me feel like I, I, I needed to go into the witness protection program. <laughs> um, that was the only thing he did that, like, creeped me out rather than just being mildly annoying. Who jizzed in the soap? Oh, I'm getting there. Oh, oh, I thought, oh, there's more. That's, sorry, that's I jumped ahead, everybody. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Crap, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Craig, just edit it out. We're just, my husband will edit that right out. Probably not, but. <laughs> Help. Help uh, my cop. <laughs> anyway, so he came in one more time. And again, I forgot who he was because he's got one of those forgettable murderer faces. And Though we never forget a murderer's face, but. I mean, I would. I probably would. Casey accuses me all the time of being face blind. You could be. I don't think I am. I think I just don't pay attention. There's that. But, so he comes in and he just wants to get some lettering on his stomach. And nothing weird happened while he was in there. It was a Monday. It was just me and our old piercer, Blake. And Oh, I love Blake. Yeah, Blake's good. And he had just changed... This college kid's jewelry was in and out in five minutes, and then I had Dick Guy. And those were the only things that had happened up to that part of the day, and Dick Guy went home, and I thought, oh good, he's finally like straightened out. And during this time, I had also tattooed Dick Guy's wife a bunch, and she was lovely, like she was the sweetest person. Mm-hmm. So part of why I didn't tell Dick Guy to take a hike was I didn't want to make her feel unwelcome, especially since I already felt bad for her being married to such a fucking weirdo. And Candace comes in to just stop by for a minute. She goes in the bathroom and she comes out and she was like, who the fuck was here? And I was like, what? Just me and Blake are here. What are you talking about? And she starts looking through my book and she's like, fucking dick guy. And apparently she had gone into the bathroom and we have one of those um, clear things, pump soaps that you can get at Target. And the soap we had was like the pink kind Mm -hmm. but you can see into the soap dispenser right the soap it's like the soft soap regular shit and when she had gone to use her hands there was a white frothy substance Mm. on the top (laughs) Mm. 
So apparently, Dick Guy, who had gone in the bathroom after his tattoo appointment, jerked off into the soap container and put the cap back on in hopes of somebody squirting their jizz, his jizz, onto their hands with the soap container. And after that, we called Dick Guy and told him that our business with him was concluded and we could recommend other shops. Did he ask why? I don't know. Candace handled oh, that. She? I okay. I washed my hands of it, <laughs> figuratively. Or maybe Blake. You know, I'm kidding, Blake. If you hear this, I'm joking. You're lovely. I know. Little you're baby not a Blazer is not putting his <laughs> his baby batter into the soap. No, I know it wasn't you, Blake. No, I just had to joke. He's very lovely. Um, but yeah, and then there that was the dick guy. And then I I had a mini shoot with a lovely lady. Yesterday, and I told her I was going to mention this, and she said, I'm cool. I'm not going to say your name or anything. But she threw up all over your station and on your pants, I do believe. I'm pretty sure. If it's the one person who I can recall it not getting into the trash, some of it got on my pants. I didn't bring that up. to So whatever your name is, I don't recall. Um, <laughs> I don't hate you. It did get on my pants, and I protected you from that knowledge. Because I didn't want you to feel more embarrassed than I'm sure you already did. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm pretty sure Kelly hates me. And I was like, why? And she's like, well, she was tattooing my back, and I just had a rough time. She had some family stuff, and she threw up everywhere. And I was like, I don't think she ever told me. And I bet she doesn't hate you. And she doesn't. You're lovely. She's actually very cool. I love her. So Yeah, I don't care. Like, if, if you got a barf... I'm fine with it, and I'd rather you not barf on me, and I appreciate any efforts to not, but it'll be okay. Like, as long as you're not like, you know what, I'm going to show up super hungover, and I'm going to keep it secret that I'm about to barf, so that I can hopefully barf on you because I've got some creepy fetish and then I'm going to go home and I'm going to send you nine pictures of my dick. Um, as long as it's not that. Oh, so you don't want me to do I that just, next time I'm in? You well, want- you can. Okay, cool. Because I was like, I'm going to puke in her it's mouth. It's like the fart thing. You know, it's okay if you're friends. <laughs> That's right. So I can puke on her because we're friends. Right. And then we, I'll send you We have you a pictures, special bond. And I'll send you pictures of my cleanest. Ten <laughs> yeah. pictures of it. Flaccid, hard. Did, did, they, did they do that? I, I didn't realize even with a cleanest there was that much there when some women have a very pronounced clitoris they do they're in the they do have flaccid moments and hard moments oh i have to show you pictures some not are, a, are, i don't have are a big we one. talking about like <laughs> steroid tiny penis clitoris um but that but some women just have them like that oh yeah some women are just born with remember really that time ones. we looked at all the weird vaginas yes you mm. mean yesterday Every time we're together, <laughs> you mean you're all like the other googling time? all the weird things that a vagina can look like, just it's, on our spare time. Because why not? We we just wanted to learn, and uh, there was also, and these are my my top three greatest hits. People, yes, yes, tell them next. The Meth Wizard. Oh, okay. Um, he was a super nice guy. Uh, I had tattooed him a bunch of times prior to this appointment and he overheard me um mention that i had been eavesdropping on clayton's client because she was saying some weirdo shit and he was like okay so you like weird stories i was like i love weird stories that's my favorite my favorite thing and he was like well i have a weird story do you want to hear it i was like absolutely i would love to hear your weird story and he was like okay well, I had to reschedule this appointment a couple of times, which was true. Like, he said he had, like, a skin problem, and we were tattooing his chest, and he had, like, had some sort of problem right where we were going to tattoo it, so we had to wait for that to clear up and heal sufficiently for us to work in that spot. And, you know, he was super, like, on the ball about keeping up with letting us know how it was and, like, reschedule ahead of time. Like, you know, he did everything right with that, so I didn't think anything was sketchy about it. But he was like, so when I was younger, I had a problem with meth. And already I knew this was going to be a fantastic story. (laughs) You're like, yes. And I was like, okay, what does that have to do with your appointment? And he was like, I'll tell you. (laughs) He's like, 
So I had this coworker, and he gave me a pound of meth. He said he had to get rid of it right away. And he said, I don't know if you know anything about meth, but a pound of meth is a lot of meth. And I was like, yeah, I don't know anything about <laughs> meth. That's good to know. And he was like, and as soon as I had this meth, like, tons of stuff started going wrong. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, yeah, you got a pound of meth. Like, shit's not going to, you know, go smoothly. <laughs> but I didn't say that because I wanted him to continue. Because this story I knew was going to be wonderful. And he was like, so I started to think that the meth was haunted or cursed. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay. And so he told me he hit his toe on his coffee table and, like, broke it. But because he was possessed from the haunted meth, he was able to fix his toe. And I was like, what do you mean, fix your toe? He's like, well, it was broken. And I had demons inside of me. So, yes. you know how in martial arts movies, when people move, it makes these whoosh, whoosh sort of noises? And I was like, yeah. He said, I was doing that with my hands and did something to my toe, and my fingers were all whoosh, 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 and it hurt a lot, but I fixed it. Okay. And then my toe wasn't broken anymore. And I was like, yeah, okay, because I definitely wanted to encourage this story to continue i wanted all the details especially the ones where the correct answer is well that can't possibly be true i wasn't gonna say that and so he said he decided to get rid of the meth so he brought it out in his backyard to burn it which <laughs> i don't know a lot about meth as far as the mechanics of it i met a lot of people on meth but that's all I know about it. I don't. I wouldn't be able to identify meth if it was sitting on a table in front of me, and it wasn't a little like drugs on TV baggy. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't be able to be like, oh shit, there's some meth on this table. I wouldn't know. Right. But so I do know just show you if the meth you that burn I a meth, <laughs> um, you know, you have meth fumes. Yes. And then you're gonna be mm -hmm. high on the meth yep. that you're burning. Or trying to burn. Yep. Because he said he was trying to burn it in his backyard, and he felt like he was being pulled physically toward it, and <laughs> couldn't, like, had to put it out. The burning it wasn't working. No. I, I know. You don't Mysterious. Say. Very mysterious, this whole story. <laughs> and so he decided to go to YouTube for help. Yes. And look up. How to do an exorcism of meth on yourself. Oh, okay. I thought it was a meth exorcism. Okay. Cool. Uh, just a general exorcism okay, cool. from my understanding um, for the meth ghosts that he had. Meth ghosts are a real thing. They're real scary. <laughs> it's a serious problem. And apparently um, he told me that he performed the exorcism. He didn't think he did it right. Oh. But mm -hmm. it still worked. He yes. said while he was doing it, he had had this meth boil, which is why he had to reschedule his appointment on his chest. And it got bigger and bigger during the exorcism and exploded mm. at a key point. And two shadows came out of it. One of them yes. went under the door. One of them went into a crack in the wall. And he said he, after that, the Virgin Mary was inside of him instead. And Austin. he didn't want to do meth again. Oh. And he did no more meth. Often when I pop a zit... The Virgin Mary enters it. <laughs> well, I mean, when you do that, you have the zit exorcism. You know, the zit demons come out. Yes. Yeah, two shadows and, come out, and then the Virgin Mary goes into yeah. the zit. And then you... And then I just... You don't want to have acne anymore. I don't want to have acne anymore. I feel higher power. <laughs> yeah. I, first, I went on YouTube, though, just to see how I could pop mm -hmm. my zit. Exercise. Yep. And that was the meth wizard. And we had many more appointments together after that. He was a super nice guy. He did disappear again. I hope he, the uh -oh. meth ghosts didn't come back. Did they come back? 
I mean, I really hope not. He was a nice guy. I'd love to see him in again, and I would totally ask what happened. We had, like, just a tiny little, like, dial things in appointment on his back piece left to go. Like, I had done a sleeve for him. I had tattooed his hand. Was his skin awful from meth? Uh, on his chest, like, his chest piece was, like, where he'd had that meth boil was pretty, pretty Oof. harsh. But, like, the skin on his back was great. His arms were fine. Oh, okay. And, you know, he was a good client, tipped well, was, sat great, was a nice guy, fun to listen to. Um, and, you know, he had this great meth exorcism story. <laughs> Maybe aliens abducted him, so. I, I don't know. I, I hope not. And you were um, peed on once. Yep, yep, I was peed on, again, by a great client. I had tattooed a bunch of times. Nothing went weird before that. And, you know, I have her on Facebook. She's still cool. I'm super cool with her. I don't hold any ill will for the peeing. <laughs> but she was just, for some reason, like, not having a good day to get tattooed. We were working on her chest, and it was a cover-up. And we had already gotten, like, four hours in. And, because we had finished the outline and we had filled in like half of one side taking a little break we get back from the break and she passed out it's not like most of the time when people are going to pass out it's right in the beginning you just give them a little bit of water some glucose tablets and it's like fine. a bumblebee yeah like just like a tired bee you just nurse them back yeah and and usually if people tell you when they get dizzy, like, you can stop them from passing out at all, it's not a big deal. It's not, like, even something we remember or comment upon. But when she passed out, she was a little bit twitchy, so I had to, like, hold her onto the chair. I, like, put my arm across her stomach to, like, hold her on so she couldn't fall off because this chair didn't have arms. And I didn't want her to break her skull. She's nice a nice lady. That was nice of you. Um, and I had my leg kind of under the chair so that I could get in close enough to hold her on. And kiss her while she was passed out. Yeah, and smell her hair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I didn't do those things. But while she was passed out and a little bit twitchy, she peed. And the pee trickled down onto my leg. And I had to let an adult person pee on me and not move because I didn't want to drop her. And when she came to, she was fine. I gave her a little bit of water. And when she got up to, like, go to the bathroom, she, she just said... The soap. Oh, no. No, no, she did not. <laughs> she, she didn't do anything intentionally. Um, but she got up and she was like, I fucking pissed myself. And I was like, I wasn't going to comment on it because I wanted to just, like, have that be something we did not comment on. She could maybe hope... That I didn't notice or something, and that she wouldn't have to notice that she peed on me. I didn't want her to feel bad. She's a cool client, and, you know, totally welcome back. Um, but, uh, and I, you know, I would be really embarrassed if I peed in public. Mm -hmm. um, like but, that time I peed on you in public, and you were like, why are you doing that? Yeah, I was really embarrassed. We are at Olive Garden, and I was like, I'm going to pee on you right now. Mm -hmm. And Not true. Okay, for, mean, the we for the people who don't know a joke. <laughs> yeah, it, I, it didn't actually I happen. We just drew a comic book about it and, you know, actually, wrote a fan fiction about ourselves. <laughs> I actually just dumped on her that instead. Um, but yeah, so she just announced it to the whole shop because she's cool. Like, she wasn't that embarrassed about it. And we ended up rescheduling her because the uh, cleanup and having to set back up would have eaten into a lot of the time we had left and we would have needed a new appointment anyway. So we might as well just... It's a good... It's probably good to stop. Yeah, yeah it was a good time yeah. to just let her resort things. Um, and she came back like a month later and we did finish it and that appointment was fine. Yeah. And every time I've tattooed her, which was several times before that, she was fine. She was just, you know... And as she peed... Game. As she peed, did you explain, we got a squirter! No. Oh, okay. No, I just had to bear that in silence <laughs> because I wanted to protect her privacy in that so moment. So she's listening, which I doubt she will, but if she is. If she is, it's okay. It's okay. We're not making fun of you. No. We would both be very mortified if we were in that position. Heck yeah. Though the one person I will make fun of for peeing, his name is Russell Van Skoik. He used to be uh, an apprentice at Wingnut Tattoo under Ryan when he worked there. We call him Captain P-Pants. 
Oh, is he going to like this? Is he going to be upset? I mean, he knows that I tell everyone who could possibly be told. And I doubt he'll ever hear it. But if he does... But I'm super famous, so he might. You know, (laughs) this is for you, Captain P-Pants. The P-Pants story, which I tell everyone who passes out so they don't feel bad. Right. Um, He had just started working for Wingnut like a few weeks prior, and he was very awkward. Anytime he was talking to anybody, he was doing like trunk twisters, which was a very weird nervous tick. But he'd be like doing that twisting back and forth yeah. thing. Um, like what a personal trainer would do. Like, hey, what are you doing Yeah, today? Yeah, gotcha. he did that anytime he was talking to somebody because he was just that awkward. He also had a part-time job at the movie theater. Um, and he was had his little backpack on. He had his new Blackberry, which he didn't have a re-up, so he had to pay full price for in his Blackberry. pocket. Yeah, this, Back in the day. It was a few years ago. Um, like, probably, like, six years ago, maybe. Okay. Um, or maybe five. But, like, some years. I'm mm-hmm. sure he's grown beyond Captain P-Pants time, but he's still going to be called that. Um, so... Shane is in the piercing room splitting a tongue. And as you do. In our, in our industry, yes, as you do. Mm-hmm. On this other kid that I tattooed, Brandon, who's a nice kid, been in a bunch of times, sat for it great, of course. And so Candace and I were sitting on the couch, and I thought Russell had left for the day because I had saw him put it on his little backpack and say goodbye to everybody, but he had gone into the piercing room and I didn't notice that he didn't leave. And all of a sudden we hear a thud from the piercing room. And then, Russell! Russell! And I thought Shane was calling for Russell because he needed some kind of assistance. So I'm like, Shane, do you need anything? I think Russell left. And I just hear, Russell! And Russell had passed out and hit like the bridge of his nose on the edge of the piercing table after the procedure while Brandon was, like, spitting in a cup because anything that happens in your mouth, it just bleeds a lot. Yeah. Um. So, you know, he was fine. Like, he didn't pass out. He was just spitting in a cup, you know, getting all the blood out of his mouth. And Russell had just been talking at that moment about, oh, people really pass out. And he passes out face first into Ouch. the piercing table. And, like, was, like had an almost shiner situation on both sides where he was a little bit bruised um and like when he hit the floor was still out and peed his pants and (laughs) ruined his phone oh no in his pocket blackberry his brand new blackberry that cost him like five hundred dollars no of his little movie theater money not even rice is gonna fix that and so then and he was like gonna be late after all this for his movie theater job so he had to run home change his pants go to the movie theater and then like four hours later his girlfriend at the time who was she peed her pants not a very nice person uh came in and she was like do you guys know where russell is because he is not answering his phone he has been answering for hours and we were just like well his phone is broken (laughs) He's been having a little bit of a rough day. I'm sure he'll contact you later. <laughs> and ever since then, we've referred to him as Captain P Pants. No, you would. He no longer works with us. I think he's still at Hardin Huntington in Orlando at the Orlando City Walk. So if you go, be sure <laughs> to say hello to Russell, Captain P Pants, and call him Captain P Pants. I'm sure he'll love it. And do some trunk twisters, Adam, <laughs> and say that you're just doing the Russell Shuffle, which is what we refer to that as. I don't have. I don't think my stories are as epic as those. I mean, I've had a couple models who did some naked, and it was before I got really into like the porny stuff. And they were had shot naked, and they left snail trails. Where they sat. I mean, you know, that can happen to ladies, but it's only happened to those two. And I haven't seen it since, but they left big, gooey, goopy snail trails where they sat. And I wanted to play it off like it never... I was like, oh, I'll just maybe clean that off later. I didn't want them to feel embarrassed, so I just like, I'm going to toss a blanket over that. <laughs> People think we're mean, but, you know, we're the real heroes. 
That's just right. pretending we didn't notice terrible shit. See? I didn't want to embarrass them. I was like, okay, yeah. And then, um, let's see. What other funnies? Oh, I had a woman show want to do a shoot with me. She showed up with her boyfriend. I didn't know he was coming. And I'm going to tell you people, don't show up with people. Don't bring people to the shoots. Showed up with her boyfriend. She had full makeup on still, which I do the makeup because normal makeup and shoot makeup is very different. Showed up with her boyfriend. Makeup on. Tried to, like, tell me how I should do makeup. Don't tell me what to do. I know what I'm doing. Trying, and I was doing, like, a smoky eye. She had, like, kind of small, close-set eyes. And, um, excuse me, got the burps. And uh, she was like, I don't look good with a smoky eye. And I was thinking in my head, you don't know anything, so let me just do this. Mm-hmm. And, she, and then she looked great, and she loved it. And her boyfriend was in the way, and he was annoying, and kept trying to, like, give me direction. I don't need direction. I got it. Like, I, I got it. I'm sorry, but random boyfriends, they know. Oh, that's right. They do know. They know what's good. They know what's going on. I should have listened to him. I would have yeah. been a better photographer. Mm-hmm. And then she left. I didn't. I was like, whatever. I mean, she ended up being, she was, she ended up being pretty, I mean, she wasn't too bad. I mean, she wasn't a horrible person or anything, but she just came off on certain things to be a little bit horrible. And I know what I'm doing. And you don't want to go to a photo shoot and try to tell a photographer how to do your make or do the shoot and make a how to do makeup. That's not how it works. You go there, you do it. If you want them to shoot you, you do their style. You don't go there and try to run things. And then um, I sent her her pictures. And then she wanted, she messaged me and she wanted more. And I was like, she's like, so is there more pictures? First of all, this was a free shoot. Um, I don't know why I decided that I would do that. And I was like, no, there's, I give people the best photos and then I delete them because I don't want to take up space on my hard drive. So I basically, the first time she wrote me and asked me, I just ignored it because I didn't want to talk to her. I was done because she was just, well, I was You really, don't want to see the outtakes. No, you don't want to <laughs> see the ones that aren't good. And no. I just, when you rub me the wrong way, we're done. And then she messaged me again, like six months later. And she wanted to, like, shoot again and everything. And I was like, I'm not shooting with you again. And she asked me again for the photos. And I was like, I don't have any. I sent you the ones. We're done. I delete them. And I've never heard from her again, which is nice. That mm-hmm. was, like, three or four years ago. What about? Uh, <laughs> so That's you know, the sound effect. That's the sound effect. So it's hard to shoot smut with guys. They go into it. Guys like to act like their dick is so awesome and that it can be up and do the things it needs to do at every moment, but it's actually very fragile and shy. It's like when people say their dog is really well trained. Yeah, and it's not. So I've had guys come and they can't get boners or do what they need to do, and it's annoying and it kind of ruins everything. And it can kind of then you have to try to think of another idea or whatever. So don't claim that you can do things when you cannot. But I do have one model. I don't work with him often, but he can get one. And all he has to do is tap it against his hand a little bit. I mean, he didn't have to do that at first. Like, he just lost it because we laughed. No, he always does it to get it going. Well, in when he first did that, and it was the t- first time I had, to, I had to hold it out of the way, you were like, um, it's supposed to look like it's in there. You got to hold it out of the shot. So I had to, like pull it over to the side Mm -hmm. out of frame and I started to laugh (laughs) and um he said that made him lose it so then he's just standing there doing no that was a different time I called him creepy because he like was rubbing my butt (laughs) it's like don't rub and And that was like between shots so like his hands were supposed to be on there during the shot but then we were waiting for, like, new directions of what we were going to be told to do next. And he was just, like, circularly rubbing Jeez. with both hands. And I was like, you're being creepy? <laughs> Could you not? And then he couldn't get hard after that. He was, like, so mm-hmm. insulted that we called him creepy. And, dude, we love you. Not going to say names. You know who you are. We love you. You're we awesome. Do. But you can be creepy sometimes. And we we <laughs> love the slap trick. We love the slap trick. It works. He's a professional. Yeah, and it did work. It I does. am shocked that something like that would work because it looks like it hurt. But you know, I 
I've had to shoot him by myself, and he needed to have a boner, and he just snaps up, slap, and it was up, because I wasn't going to help. Mm-hmm. But that's that's a true professional, and I should work with him again if he still yeah. does those kind He's of He's a trooper. He is. You know who you are? You're a trooper. <laughs> He's going to message us if he I don't think you're this. creepy anymore. No. He and, probably is. But that's okay, because we're creepy. Yeah. I mean, not... <laughs> I wouldn't call that creepy. I would just... I guess it's it's not creepy when it's somebody you know. I suppose. Like, we know him well enough that it's not creepy anymore. And, you know, he's respectful of boundaries. He is actually really respectful of boundaries. He's he's a professional. and But I have had guys on shoots who kind of keep... They're trying to keep the chemistry up, and they'll kind of rub the ladies. And they the ladies will shoot me an, an SOS look. They're just like... <gasps> Like, and I'm supposed to, and then I take control and I say, okay, and next, next shot, move your hand, please. Mm-hmm. Oof, I have burps plenty today. It's the bubble water. I'm drinking LaCroix. And she I just stop. gets gassy around me. It's Whatever. Whatever. Her excitement just makes her bubble over with excitement. Yep. I'm trying to think of other Turns into a science fair geyser. <laughs> Can I think if there's any other? I haven't had too many bad experiences, to be honest. What about I... the rapper guy? Oh, that was a weird time. <laughs> that was so long ago. I don't really remember much from it, but I had this guy who was doing a movie, and he wanted me to do the cover photo of it. And this rapper guy was gonna be in the movie, and so I had to. I had this idea for it, and it was actually the cover turned out cool, and it was a cool mm-hmm. idea. But he showed up with like a posse. Mm-hmm. Like we, like I was shooting at a at a model's house because yep. I needed a place to shoot it, and so he, so the director showed up, and then the rapper guy showed up, and then the rapper guy had a posse. Yep, it was really uncomfortable. Yep, he kept talking to me about tats. Tat, oh tats, tats. Yep. Yeah, it was. There's not too much to talk about it. It's just it was weird and and it was funny that you were shooting for a rap movie. That's true. That <laughs> I was arms in that shot. It was it's a it was a darker movie though, so it kind of took my dark horror stuff that I do, and so I, the the cover shot turned out pretty cool. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was really cool, but it was really awkward with the with a pot like with a posse. Really, you yeah. weren't Eminem. You don't need a posse. I mean, he did look a little bit like Macklemore. Maybe that's who he turned into. <laughs> I don't think so. He had the same hair. <laughs> I think he was bald. Wasn't he? Was he? I don't think he had any Maybe hair. I've just, since he's like a white guy who didn't seem like he should be a rapper, in my memories, he's just been replaced. By Macklemore? With Macklemore. <laughs> <laughs> that is, because we used to be able to replace any white rapper guy with Eminem, but now. Well, he definitely wasn't an Eminem. In my memories, he's not replaced with Eminem. But sometimes, if somebody, like, I'll just picture someone else. I, yeah, yeah, Macklemore. Maybe that. Maybe that was him. We we can say we knew Macklemore before. Yeah, before anybody liked him, when he would, you know, I don't think it was actually Macklemore. No, it was I, not. It definitely wasn't. I don't even remember his name. I never saw the movie. I don't think it was a thing. I don't know what ended up happening. Yeah, I don't, I'm sure that didn't actually happen. I think they made it. I just never saw it, and I don't. And it. It wasn't at the Oscars the next year. No, that's for sure. It did not win an Oscar, and I have no idea. I don't even remember what it's called. I don't remember anything. Mm -hmm. I remember the day. Now that you mentioned it, yep, I I still had that in there, and I remember that guy's face. Maybe, like (laughs) I I might just be remembering. Maybe it was Dick Guy. (laughs) No, I know he didn't look like Dick Guy. I remember him being shorter than I expected. Dick Guy isn't short. Oh, okay. I never met the guy, so I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't think I have too many crazy things that have happened. I've met pretty cool people mm-hmm. along the way. I mean, I've had a couple crazy, don't understand how things work models, but I mean, like a model that had worked with a guy who slaps his dick on his hand to get hard, and she, an hour later, messaged me asking about the photos, and I was like, I'm out. I think I was out to lunch with you, and I was like, I'm eating. I have no idea what they look like. I have n- n- no idea. And then I think she 
messaged me again and I told her to just wait. I haven't looked at it. Like she wanted, oh, she wanted a preview. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not even, I'm not even home. I haven't been home yet. And I kind of told her like, she needs to wait and chill out. And then she got a, def- she got defenseless immediately. And I was like, I was just asking, geez, and like how to fit. And it's like, I'm not even at home, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like you need to slow your roll, sister. I'm not even at home. And, but she ended up wanting me to take the photos down. She's like, my family found them, and can you take them down? And I was like, with fucking well, pleasure, if you never contact me again. I, I think you should talk about the premise of why she wanted to get shot. So, well, Cause no, because... Even, even if it's true, uh, it is a weird thing to come at somebody with. Well, she had contacted me and said that she was dying of cancer. Is what she said. As far as we know, as far as she's we currently know, alive. As far as I know, she's alive. I'm, I think I'm pretty sure. And I was like, oh, really? And I felt bad. And she's pretty, and she seemed okay until I realized she was crazy. But I was like, okay. And she wanted to shoot with the guy that we were talking about earlier, the dick to hand guy, who is her ex boyfriend. Who was her ex? I guess they dated for like. I don't know how long. And I was like, okay. So they she came over and they shot and it was, he wasn't really want to do it. I'm just going to go ahead and say he wasn't like, yeah, but he did it to, for me to be nice. He took one for the team. He did. He took one for the team because he's, he's, he's a pal. And um, it wasn't, a, it was kind of an awkward shoot just because well, he like, was not in, he's like, ugh, not really into her and she's weird and. Well, what kind of person is like, okay, um, I want you to take naked pictures of me because I may or may not be dying, and it's my dream to shoot with you. She's, and she paid me, people. And I was like, okay. And so we did it, and then all that weird stuff happened after. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just... And then... The, Guy told me, yeah, she's not really dying of cancer. She's alive and well. Right. He's like, because she's a little off a rocker, I guess. But I don't know if he was telling the truth either, so I don't know. So if she's listening and you really did have cancer, sorry to hear that. Hope you're doing well. Or if you're dead. Or if you're dead, I'm sorry. Our bad. <laughs> Our bad. But I'm not sure. Pretty sure she was fine. Pretty sure. And that was the made-up thing. Yeah, that's what I was gathering, because according to him, Maybe that never happened. she had meth ghosts. Maybe meth ghosts had entered her body mm-hmm. and doing this photo. And it, maybe, you know, she just found the right YouTube video to take care of it. <laughs> and now she's fine. Yeah. And, you know, that's fine. And Maybe YouTube exorcisms work on cancer, too. They could. You don't know. I don't. I have no idea. And, you know, science, they, there's no grants to study that. Which there is not. Which is really a shame. But she wanted me. But she ended up wanting me to take the photos down, and that's fine. Um, just remember, people, if you're gonna do smutty photos, remember that they go on the internet and that people see them. Mm-hmm. So don't act like that. No one's gonna see those. The ones I've taken, my dad saw them. Her yes. My dad saw them. We had to have a talk about it. Wasn't very much fun to discuss that with my dad, and he was <laughs> like, "What is the deal with this?" And I was like, "Look, I think they're great pictures." I don't care who sees them. I'm, you know, I'm proud of what we did. And I'm sorry if that makes you uncomfortable, Dad. Um, and he's cool about it now. There was that one time we were doing that weird video in the barn. And he yeah. stopped by and he was like, oh, are, are you guys taking more of those weird pictures? And that was before we did really, really smutty photos. Yeah, yeah. That was like before we Well, I your... think the one he saw was when I was like kneeling naked with a bag over my head behind a horse. Okay. Like, and that's the one where he was like, Kelly, what is this? And I was like, I think it's great. I'm glad. <laughs> I was like so stoked to be involved in that. So he hasn't seen the dirty ones though with your vagina sharing. I'm sure he knows that's a thing, but, and you know, my vagina was present in the like you know i yeah, was clearly but... naked it wasn't a sexual thing it was supposed to be creepy and they it were was creepy, creepy. It was, like i love those photos still um so i don't think he's seen those he knows that sort of <laughs> things out there and uh and your brother knows 
right? Oh, yeah. 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 Like, everybody knows. My coworkers know. My family knows. Yep. And now, who's ever listening will know. Yeah. I mean, I don't care. I mean, anyone who would be listening to this, realistically, they already know. Yeah, they already know. They've seen it. Our three listeners. Yeah. Like, Nikki has already seen it. Like, Nikki and your mom have seen them. Yep. And, uh... You know, the weird dudes who comment on your Facebook posts, mm-hmm. they've seen them. And so it's not like it's news to anyone. No, it's not. Um, and I think that will conclude our show, our share today. Mm. So thanks for joining me again. And everyone, as usual, um, the hwordpodcast.com. You can go there and uh, look to see where you can find my work and Kelly's work and um, keep updated on fun stuff that we're going to be doing. And, um, yeah, that's it. We're done. Are you sure you don't want to get one more burp in? I'm, you know what? You shut your mouth. I'm going to burp into your mouth. Good. That's how I'll get the meth ghosts in. <laughs> <laughs>